It's December 20th, 2017. Welcome to another edition of Bite Marks Cafe, where we serve you the first bite of today's science, technology, and innovation. I'm Bert Lum. And I'm Ryan Ozawa. First up, we're going to have Robbie Melton back. She's here from HEDC, and she's here to tell us about the upcoming holiday tech job fair. And then we'll do our annual gadget roundup. We've rounded up our Friendly geeks, <laughs> Brian Dote, Ricky Lee, and Paul Lawler. That's a very geeky panel. Yes. But, of course, first up, we wanted to let you know that we at Hawaii Public Radio are counting down 300 new members to unlock a matching gift of over $22,000. So support the programming you count on and enjoy all year round. Make your tax-deductible new member donation before December 31st. Just go to hawaiipublicradio.org and click Donate or Call 955-8821 during business hours. All gifts, new, renewing, or additional, are welcome and are, of course, tax-deductible for this year if received by December 31st. Very good. Of course, we want to welcome Robbie Melton from the Hawaii Technology Development Corporation. He's She is here to tell us about the annual holiday tech fair. Robbie, always yeah. good to see you. Always good to be on your show. <laughs> so the uh, Holiday Tech Fair, that's an annual event. That's been going on for how many years? 18 years. 18 years. Yes. Well, you must There's... have been like 10 years old when you I started was. that. I was two. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, tell us a little, about, a little bit about it because, uh, I mean, if there is anybody out there that's, that's not familiar with it, I mean, maybe this is a good way to introduce it. So this is a, an opportunity that we have during the holidays when everybody's home for the holidays to expose people to all the technology jobs we have here in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. And this year we actually have 50 exhibitors, 50 companies with tech jobs of all different kinds and internships for people to come and see. Is that number increasing? What was it? I mean, what was it last year? So last year was about 26, and we've done a really good effort um, to um, bring in new employers. Mm -hmm. So there's some really good ones like Hawaii Pacific Health, HMSA, Bank of Hawaii, um, Ansaldo, American Savings Bank, EK Mm -hmm. will be there, um, Interletics, Live Action, which is some of our larger tech employers. So there's a variety of companies coming, but all have tech jobs. Mm -hmm. Now, it's always very well positioned for the holidays because, as you mentioned, uh, some of the the great talented people that we may have potentially briefly, temporarily lost to the uh, brain drain phenomenon are home visiting with their families, getting their food at Zippies, perhaps listening to Hawaii Public Radio. And if they had the assumption that there aren't opportunities in technology, this is probably the best opportunity to get a sampling of that. From um, past years, have you been able to determine what portion of the people who attend, perhaps looking for these opportunities, are indeed these uh, kama'aina back home for the holidays? Yeah, there's quite a few. Um, One example that I can remember is Navitech hired an engineer, uh, kama'aina, and who's now working with them and has now actually gotten um, promoted Mm -hmm. in the last few years. So we are bringing in, you know, not only techs but engineers. How are you getting the word out to the, you know, sort of the expat community and the people coming home? Well, social media, of course, mm-hmm. is always a big way to advertise. We also have an ad out in um, the Star Advertiser this past Sunday. And then, of course, midweek. Everybody reads the midweek section. So we have ads out in midweek. But mm-hmm. mostly it's, it's social media and 
Bite Marks Cafe oh. because everyone listens to Bite Marks. Okay, well, <laughs> Thank you. we will believe that for the moment. Now, Robbie, in addition to being able to visit with these potential employers or internship opportunities, there are other things there to draw people that might be of value to job seekers. Tell us about some of those fringe benefits of this holiday fair. Uh, one of the most popular things we have is resume evaluations. So we have a lot of um, people from HR companies that will review your resume and make recommendations on um, how you can change it so you can get better employment. The other cool thing we have this year is Microsoft is coming, and they're actually bringing uh, laptops and tablets so that you can change your resume right on the spot and print it out right there so that you can hand it in to future employers. Is yeah. is Microsoft there to recruit people? Uh, I mean, are they just there to provide some services? They're providing services. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it doesn't preclude you from talking to them about what your capabilities are. We also have professional headshots as well. So you can get that so you can post it on your LinkedIn. And then the other thing we have, which is kind of cool, is we have some of the high schools coming to exhibit some of the tech that they've developed. So you can see some of the cool stuff that our young people are developing. And when you get right down to it, perhaps the last benefit that draws people, and certainly technology people, hungry technology people, yes. is the food. Yes, we do have Pahana starting at 6 o'clock. So there's be lots of really good food there um, for people to enjoy and mingle and network. Mm -hmm. So you can meet other like-minded people there. And in previous uh, tech fairs, you've had speakers go up. Uh, do, you, do you have a program. panel, a program yeah, to feature some speakers? We decided to not to do that this year um, because there's such a great flow and a great buzz of people talking with employers that we didn't want to – disrupt that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, so we're not going to have a speaker this year. Well, I definitely try not to miss this event every year. I see, in fact, a lot of the great Bite Marks Cafe community, the technology community, the startup, etc. So where and when is this event and how can someone get more information? Okay, so this it's at the Japanese Cultural Center on South Baratania Street from 5 to 8 p.m. on December 28th. That's Thursday. Mm -hmm. That's Thursday. And we do have, they could go on our htdc.org website to register. It's free for those who want to attend. We're already sold out of all the exhibit space, mm -hmm. so we have no more room for employers. And I do want to mention this year we have six sponsors for the event, which is Bank of Hawaii, Alakala Executive Search, DSA Inc., and Saldo Honolulu, the Hawaii Food Manufacturers Association, and UH Information Technology Services. Ah, excellent. Very good. A great slate. Well, sounds good, Robbie. We'll definitely go and check it out on the 28th, and uh, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. Always but, good to have you. And we'll take a short break, and when we return, we'll be joined by Brian Dote, Ricky Lee, and by phone, Paul Lawler, who are all here, and they're gadget geeks. We'll talk about their choices for this holiday season. This is Bite Marks Cafe. Support for Bite Marks Cafe comes from the HPR Local Talk Show Fund, which helps Hawaii Public Radio sustain and grow its locally produced talk shows. Mahalo to contributors, locations, Ekahi Ornish Lifestyle Medicine, and Hawaii Pacific University. Every time I'm in the car, I will put it on HPR. And especially on, on our travel from Hilo to Kona, I will midway switch it to the Kona HPR 
just so I can listen to it all the way over. Member supported Hawaii Public Radio. Radio with vision. Listen and see. Welcome back to Bite Marks Cafe. Now joining us in the studio, we have Brian Dote and Ricky Lee. And uh, do we have Paul on the line as well? Oh, okay. Well, it might be just our friendly gathering here in the <laughs> studio. Of course, uh, Brian is the Chief Innovation Officer over at the Mid-Pacific Institute, and, and he gets to play with the latest technology for education. And Ricky, meanwhile, describes himself as a tech and social media consultant that spends all his money on gadgets. So I'd say a qualifier for this particular annual show. And it looks like Paul might have just called in, and he is calling in from the wintry wonderland of North Dakota. And he's an instructor <laughs> wow. over in the, at the UH School of Travel Industry Management and a longtime gadget geek. And, of course, we'll talk about the top picks for 2017, and we want to welcome you all to Bite Marks Cafe. Hello there. Thank Hello. you for having me. I, you, know, you know, there is such a list that we have that it's going to be a bit of a challenge to get through all of it. Uh, Ryan, do you have any way of organizing all of this? Well, I think we should certainly round robin. And okay. I mean, I'm not going to set off a buzzer or a timer, but let's try and keep it fast-paced and such. We should have one of those, you know, like those uh, chess clickers. I, I figure I was just going to throw seconds. something across the table, but we can't, <laughs> get, uh, we can't get Paul that way. But in any case, let's begin, perhaps, gentlemen, um, with the gift that you got yourself, the thing that you have already unwrapped because you could couldn't wait, but you like so much that you'd like to share, perhaps, with other people who are looking for something to give as a gift. And Brian, looks like you got something right uh, on the tip of your... Oh, no. Um, you're not supposed to unwrap any gifts before Christmas. Well, let's say it's a end-of-the-year uh, treat. I guess, I guess the closest thing to that for me would be what I have in my hand was the iPhone X. Um, this I bought for myself, and uh, it's not necessarily a gift that I would say... You could give to everyone. Um, <laughs> not, given, at given not at that yeah, price. <laughs> um, but if you want to give me one, you know, you're more than welcome to. Um, but it's the device that I bought for myself this Christmas. Mm-hmm. And, now, uh, mm-hmm. everyone's excited about the new technology, the face unlocking, and the fact that there's no home button. Have you found any difficulty in making that adjustment? Yes. So face unlocking, super awesome, except first thing in the morning. <laughs> when I wake up first thing in the morning, face recognition doesn't work for me. And uh, I, I find that. Super bizarre. I'm not sure what I look like first thing in the morning. Uh, but when <laughs> Maybe I, when there's I, a hair. Maybe <laughs> the hair's all like matted on one side. Because it'll recognize you with glasses, without glasses, um, th- not directly face on. I have it set so your eyes need to look at the camera for it to unlock. But there are it, situations where it does not unlock because it seems to not recognize my face. And I, I find that um, inconvenient. And I think the lack of a home button is the biggest inconvenience because now unlocking is a multi-step process. Mm -hmm. And in the past, you know, you should never do this and I never do this, but you could unlock your phone while driving, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. You could put your hand, you could put your hand in the touch ID, unlock the phone and, and it'll be good to go with face Mm -hmm. uh, ID. You would have to swipe up, look or swipe up Mm -hmm. to unlock. Mm -hmm. And so it's a multi-step process. So of course you would never ever, not that you would be, but if you should be, then it's a, a little bit more difficult. Well, this yeah. sounds like cautionary tales, but uh, in the in a few seconds, can you say why it was worth it then if you still love it and you recommend it and got it It's a beautiful screen. It's a beautiful phone. It's got a high, the, the, the tangible feeling of the phone in your hand is perfect. I think they got the size right. I think they got the casing right. I love the, the glass on the back, um, which I do have a cautionary tale. Do not drop this phone <laughs> um, because 
if I took my case off, my phone would literally fall apart. The, the it's back, already cracked. It's cracked in multiple corners. Uh, I dropped it a few oh, times. Uh-huh. Uh, and after the first drop, I think it just gave up and said, next time you drop me, I'm just going to fall apart. Wow. And so oh. it is uh, the entire back glass of this phone right here is shattered. Uh-huh. Wow, Brian, uh, you work hard and play hard. So, right. Now, yeah. in terms of the, the face recognition, I mean, would that improve over time if there's enough uh, machine learning that takes place? I'm not sure if it'll improve over time or with hardware revs that it'll get better over time in terms of the better camera mm. or um, better hardware for it. Mm-hmm. So, okay. All right. Now, Ricky, Ricky, I know you're a Pixel 2 fan, but if you had to pick a gift for yourself again under that criteria, your number one thing to play with, what would that be? Actually, it's not a phone. It's um, a wearable called BioStrap. BioStrap? Ah. BioStrap, yeah. Interesting. It's, you have one on you? Is I that, have is it that right it? on. Yep. Oh, its um, defining feature is that it measures blood oxygen usage through the entire day and when you're sleeping. So, so it's not just blood. It's not just pulse. It's not just even necessarily blood blood pressure, but it's blood oxygenation. Oxygen, yeah. And so, what does that tell you, and how does that impact your health? Yeah. So I have sleep apnea, which means every once in a while, when I'm sleeping, I just stop breathing. Oxygen drops. I don't know what happens. I'm asleep. Right. The device tells me, records it for me. So I'm like, cool. This morning, apparently, I failed sleeping. I had a 57% successful sleep rate. (laughs) But at least I have records to show that I didn't sleep well. And you would take that to a a medical professional, presumably, to assist you with some sort of plan to mitigate that? I'm not sure. I'm a data person. I have data points. So now you have the data, and what you do with that data may come at a later date. Yeah, we'll figure it out. (laughs) So how much is a bio strap? One hundred ninety nine. That's not bad for a, wear, a health oh. wearable, I would yeah. say. Yeah. Does it but integrate it, it, with? Uh, does it integrate with any other like health kit or? It anything? integrates with health kits. So, okay. I have an iPhone now. Even though I'm a Pixel two fan, I have an iPhone that syncs my scale, weight scale, blood pressure machine, sleep strap. I call it sleep strap. Bio strap. Mm-hmm. Oh, is the, so is the BioStrap pretty much a one-function kind of uh, device? It's sold as a fitness wearable that gives you blood oxygen, but I think it works better as a sleep tracker because it, hmm. it actually knows when you're – when your heart rate drops to the point where you're dreaming and right, stuff right. like that. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. It's not, right. a, it's not an activity monitor or anything like that. It is. Uh-huh. It's sold as an activity monitor. They're all sold as activity right. monitors, right? <laughs> Everything's a pedometer these days. Yeah. Well, you know, we, we, we have uh, Paul Lawler, and he's you know getting cold over there, waiting to talk about his favorite gadget. Paul, tell <laughs> us, uh, what, what, did, what did you choose to be your gift uh, to yourself? Uh, so I bought this on the weekend of Black Friday, Cyber Monday. Oh, okay. And it's a, uh, a DJI Spark oh, drone. Ah. Ah, is, is a that? very cute little drone that fits basically in the palm of your hand but has the the smarts of DJI bigger drones behind it. Mm-hmm. And did you, uh, you you stayed in line for that or you, ha- you bought it online? I bought it online. It was the CNET cyber deal of the day mm-hmm. and it was 200 or 300 and Wait. Three ninety nine. Right. No, three seventy five. Oh, that's even better. Typically wow. it's four ninety nine, right? right? So that's yeah. more than a hundred dollars off. Comes equipped with a camera and everything and, and what is it that you will be doing with this? So it comes equipped with a camera and uh it takes reasonable pictures. The fun thing about the DJI Spark is that you don't actually need a controller to use it. You can launch it from the palm of your hand. And you can gesture to it. You can gesture to it to back up, to come closer, to take a picture, 
to come back and land on your palm again. Cool. And and uh, is this something that um, you are going to be using frequently? I I I, I kind of see you as being the the guy who started off with, you know, showing us how to use a drone. But I I haven't seen any videos from you, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm not good at it. <laughs> Well, I actually picked one up uh, with a similar sale over uh, Black Friday for a coworker, the Spark, and I like the size. It's about the size of a soda can. You just carry it around with you anywhere, and because it's small, you can use it more safely indoors than you normally would with another uh, drone. So like at least in a cafeteria or some large indoor space, uh, mm-hmm. provided everyone's cool with it, you could whip it out and take some of the best photos of an event that way. Mm-hmm. So, so, Paul, I was just curious because I, I really wanted to get one as well. The hand gestures, are they pretty accurate in terms of what you've experienced so far? I, I'm going to say <laughs> no. Oh, <okay. laughs> so the reviews are pretty, uh, the reviews are pretty accurate. Yeah. R- Ricky can chime in here. Yeah, um, it's more wishful thinking than oh, real shoots. But so you want to keep your hands on those joysticks. Yeah. <laughs> Which is extra. And Ricky, I mean, I mean do right. you are you using it in a particular uh, application or function or I don't have a spark. I have the bigger brother the Mavic. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean this was the year that I took it I took it internationally. I flew it in Philippines and in Hong Kong. Nice. So now yeah. Paul, you also had on your list this uh this sort of uh and cheer folding electric bike. Oh yeah, and and so describe that for us. It's great. I love it. Um, it's it, well, I wanted a folding bike so I could toss it in the back of my car and take it someplace and ride. Mm-hmm. And then I saw this one again. It was a deal of the day thing, and it was <clears throat> a couple hundred dollars off. And it was an electric folding bike. Oh. And um, amazingly, Amazon shipped it to me. Yeah, free two-day shipping with Prime, I'm seeing right now, which is pretty impressive for a folding bike. Because Amazon doesn't like to ship things that are electrical with mm-hmm. batteries anymore. Mm, that's also a true oh, statement. Oh, I see. Uh-huh. And, I, of course, I, you know, I don't normally see you po- posting drone videos or riding a bike. Are you going to now change your lifestyle? <laughs> <laughs> I, I ride it all over campus. Oh, cool. It, okay. It goes... Um, about 15 miles an hour. It goes for 15 miles before it needs a, a recharge. Pretty wow. impressive. Yeah, uh, it looks like it's about $600, $650, but uh, for the convenience of being able to just have it with you, I find that pretty attractive as well. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks, Paul. Um, we do have to take a quick break. When we return, we'll continue this conversation. We will talk about gifts that our geek panel gave to other people, their favorite things to give. You are listening to Bite Marks Cafe. Support for Bite Marks Cafe comes from the HPR Local Talk Show Fund, which helps Hawaii Public Radio sustain and grow its locally produced talk shows. Mahalo to contributors Ulupono Initiative and Impact Hub Honolulu Co-working. Welcome back. This is Bite Marks Cafe. I'm Bert Lum. And I'm Ryan Ozao, and we're talking to our Gadget Geek panel for holiday shopping and things to give with a tech spin. Now, we kind of talked a little bit about gifts that you gave yourself. Now, we want to hear, Brian, what are you buying for your beloved? So, I think, uh, I think the, the gift of choice for me is something that has no, that doesn't stop giving. Uh-huh. Right? <laughs> so, if you think of Lego, um, you know, you've got, you've got a set of pieces and you can put something together. You can build what's on the box or what's in the instructions. But then you can say, well, the sky, 
the sky's the limit, you know, the stars are the limit, and I can create anything that I, I want to. I can deconstruct this and make something of my own. And what I am really interested in giving uh, are robotics kits. Mm-hmm. And so you've been a judge at mm-hmm. VexIQ Robotics. Mm-hmm. You can buy kits of VexIQ parts, and uh, some of them come with sort of specific templates to build something. Uh, and it comes with all of the pieces to learn coding. It, you know, it's sort of a very STEM-based activity. Uh, great for the younger kids, elementary school to middle school. And um, they can build the robot as designed originally in the box. But then, then, right, you can build anything you want. And those are the types of gifts that I, I enjoy giving because um, it's fun to start, but the replay factor is really high. Mm-hmm, because you, you know, can make you can, something You can else. make something else. You can buy more parts later. Um, you can add on parts to enhance what you've built. You can use your imagination and sort of code and have a robot that does anything you want. I've been seeing a lot of great robotics and coding, teaching toys and combining them, uh, I think, are a great idea. Uh, Ricky, you're the coolest uncle in the world. Uh, whether for a small person or not for a small person, what is your gift, your giving gift of choice? Uh, this year I bought a, I think it's called a Parker AR teddy bear. Teddy bear. Teddy yeah. bear. Parker AR t- augmented reality teddy bear. So what is the <laughs> – I can, I can imagine the teddy bear. Now, where does the augmented reality part come in? So – the teddy bear has a pattern on his stomach and some other places. And you use an <laughs> iPad to read the story and and do the stuff. And then the bear, like in the story, it will say, have the bear, the bear climbs the ladder. So you move the bear upwards and the iPad tracks it. And it's like, oh, now the bear is, crawling, is going up the ladder. Mm-hmm. Next part of the story. Mm-hmm. The bear is feeling sick. Pull out its heart. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> There's supposed to be an anatomy lesson in there too, but I'm not really sure how that works uh-huh. with the teddy bear. But it seems pretty cool, and it's you can get it at the Apple Store. Ah, okay. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Well, AR yeah. is definitely also really big, and I'm surpri- surprised how much of it is for kids. Uh, mm-hmm. Paul, you're giving gifts. You had to bring them with you, I would imagine. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite thing to give this year? Uh, well, what I gave my daughter is the uh, Apple AirPods. Mm. I think that's a great gift. That's a 169, but uh, certainly one of the more popular uh, wireless uh, earbuds. Why the AirPods over, say, a Bose or a Beats? Well, the fun thing about the the AirPods is she let me play with them, so (laughs) I'm happy. Um, You can, if you put in either one, it will recognize that you put in that one, and it'll only turn on the microphone on that one. If you put them both in and you take one out, it will pause the music until you put it back in again, and then it can sense that you put it back in and restart the music without you having to touch anything. So, Paul, did you buy that? Do you have one for yourself as well, or did you just buy it as a gift? I I think I should say no comment to that. Ah, (laughs) ah, Maybe the one that you bought isn't quite a gift yet. (laughs) I have one observation about the AirPods. They're a really great way of meeting friends, making friends. Because they keep falling out of my ear, and I have to keep asking people, could you pick that up for me? <laughs> right. My biggest fear with them is still losing them, and I will admit that I have, in fact, lost an entire pair. So you <laughs> wow. need to be very careful because they're, yeah. they're very, very small. And, of course, you still have to buy them online, right? I mean, they're pretty much always out of stock at the stores. Well, mm-hmm. I got one yesterday oh, at Walmart as a at gift. At Walmart. So, oh, wow. Surprisingly, mm-hmm. you can. So if you go to iStockNow.com, mm-hmm. they just basically scan all the different retail outlets. There's a, there's a neat tip because it not just looks for AirPods. It looks for, uh, you know, Nintendo games. It looks for a lot of the hot things right now. So yeah. we'll check that out. Now, now Brian, you know, um, if you were to be, uh, let's say, needing to buy a gadget for a Christmas party, and Christmas we're, party. we're probably looking at a, mm-hmm. at a under cat- 50 bucks category like under $50, mm-hmm. what would prompt 
or, or catch Ooh. your fancy. Ouch. Um, <laughs> wait, under $50. That's a tough one. I, uh, next. Where's the buzzer? Um, <laughs> under $50. Well, my coworker gave away a number, or not, I'm hoping none of her, her friends are listening. Are listening. Oh, they probably <laughs> are, but. Of Echo Dots. Oh. Yeah, they're okay. now on sale for like the $29 well, or $39. Yeah, for just a little bit more, you can get the new Echo, which comes in uh, great colors and great patterns. Mm-hmm. You know, fabric cover. Well, yeah, I the mean, fabric cover. That, that so that's $70, $79. You can yeah. fudge it, right? So let's just mm-hmm. call it $50. Um, the new Echo is, is pretty cool. I've ordered one. Um, I, you know, it's got a better speaker than the old one. I'm not sure if you guys have used Alexa you know, extensively, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it's it's pretty, you know, these these uh, Siri-like voice-activated assistants are pretty amazing. And the what Amazon is doing, I think, with the integration with the whole environment is awesome. But the, the new one has the, the fabric covers or the wood covers. Um, it looks great in your home. It'll fit in your kitchen. It'll look, you know, it'll look good anywhere you place it. And so I think that's – and it's smaller. Mm-hmm. It's smaller than the old one. Well, now that uh, – uh, your your secret Santa partner has gone over the budget of fifty and kind of moved into the sixty Oops. to seventy dollar category. Ricky, what have Ricky. you got? Uh, mine is under fifty. I don't exactly remember how much, but the the cheapest Roku. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's, it's a uh, smart TV box. Yeah, and it it plugs into the side of your TV. It's it's a dongle kind of a thing, but it's forty bucks and it's the full Roku experience. So. And so, what is it that you can get as a result of getting Roku? Um. That's different than say Apple TV or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, uh, is it more titles? I mean, you know, how does more it... titles, more titles? It's an older, more mature ecosystem, so the apps are more mature. There are more different types of apps, and you can get the um, Time Warner app. Well, sorry, Spectrum app, mm-hmm. so you can watch without a cable TV box in just a different over the room. internet. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So the Roku, Roku streaming stick, that's just sort of like the little USB looking stick. That's mm-hmm. like thirty bucks. So yeah. uh, a regular Roku probably gets you about fifty or sixty. All right, Paul, Paul. stocking stuffer, what you got? Um, well, you know, my standby for things like that is actually a battery charger. Ah, a oh. classic. Hmm. Well, like the anchor, like an external like, battery. Yeah, exactly, like the anchor external battery charger. Well, can you talk a little bit about some challenges people in Hawaii might face with shopping for that particular? <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking. I mean, who do you ship it to to actually bring it to Hawaii for you? Yeah, so now I have to ship it to the mainland and have somebody uh-huh. bring it. But um, you can buy them in the store. You don't have to buy them at, at Amazon. Yeah, as long as you don't mind the thirty to forty percent retail. But they mark, have um, right. Anchor has those good multi-port USB jacks that I use. You know, the seven, twelve, right. five. Oh, yeah, so those right. those you can ship anywhere. Those don't have batteries yeah. inside. Right. Um, and those make great gifts as well. All right. Well, we're almost out of time, so we're going to do a speed round. One speed more thing round. that you wanted more to thing. share with uh, listeners looking for an idea. Oculus VR. Oculus, Oculus VR. So that's still alive. It's oh, still definitely. A thing. And I think it's like going to explode. Wait till January. Oculus Go is coming out. It'll be one ninety nine. Oh, one ninety nine. Wireless. No wires. No PC required. You're looking at me with funny okay. eyes. I feel like VR was going to be the next big thing for the last watch. three years. All I right. I thought that was like mm. the, the 3D television. Oh, you'll <laughs> see. You'll see. I was going to go with the um, Lenovo Jedi Challenge. If someone else is giving it to me, I want that. The <laughs> Lenovo Jedi, Jedi Challenge. Yeah, what right. is that? What is it's that? an AR game where you get to be a Jedi using a lightsaber Killing, oh, well, yeah, killing <laughs> yes. the Empire. Sounds like fun. <laughs> yeah. And Paul. Paul? I have a uh, a Blue Wave Get, which is an amplified headphone driver, and uh, Bluetooth amplified headphone driver. Gives it more so power. It, it, uh, it's rechargeable, and it believe me, your headphones sound better plugged into this and connected via Bluetooth than they do plugged directly into your uh, PC or your phone. That is cool. Wow. 
All right. Well, I'll, I'll, we should ask all our guests, if you have anything that isn't in my notes, please send it to me so we'll I can put, put it on, on our, our show notes. Definitely will. Okay, thank yeah. you. We got Ryan Dote, we got Ricky Lee, and we got Paul Lawler, and they're our favorite longtime gadget geeks. We want to thank you all for joining thank us. Thank you for having me. Thank, thank you. you. Happy and holidays. thank you for listening to Bite Marks Cafe. Join us next week when we'll talk about the upcoming ag hackathon called the Agathon. And if you miss any part of this edition, you can find the podcast of tonight's show on bitemarkscafe.org. If you have any comments or suggestions, feel free to email us at feedback at bitemarks.org. You can also find us on Twitter. I'm at bitemarks. And you can follow me at Hawaii. Our engineer is David Chong, and you can catch us here every Wednesday on HPR One. And of course, you have a Merry Christmas. Stay safe, and we will see you back here next week for another another edition of Bite Marks Cafe.